Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I am Tracy Lang. And I'm Karen Campbell. I'm not used to hearing that yet. I mean, I'm not used to saying it yet either. <laughs> Congratulations again. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, busy real estate week. We've busy real estate two week. Two in escrow. Um, interesting. Two big ones in escrow, right? Yes. We've had um, inspections and... We've done our inspections, we've done our disclosures, we now have the appraisers coming. Um, I'm actually meeting them Monday morning and meeting one this afternoon. And um, yeah, it's been a wild ride. Right. Because our time frames are 21 days. Both of them. To close. Both. Well, both. one is 30, but there's even trying to close early. So, right. um, Which is tough nowadays. I mean, it really... 21 days is pretty good if you can do it. Yeah, and and the whole the whole thing is is getting that appraiser there. So you know, having that third party company um, bid the job, have somebody take it, and then get them in, and then get the report done. You know, you're talking a week, right? Minimum, right? Right. So it's right at that last end of the contingency removal. So. Right. Makes it a little tough. We just say congratulations to our couple down at the marina. They're moving in their home. We were looking for them for a while and finally found it. And then we're selling their home on Catalina. Yes, it's exciting. It's very they exciting. are so excited down there, too, I got to say. Lots of buyers? I have lots of buyers, but I do have a new listing coming up. It is uh, in Stonehenge. It's the four-bedroom, three-bath, two-story, mm-hmm. um, fairly large lot, 6,000-square-foot lot, not huge but for there it's huge because those are zero lot line properties mm-hmm. um, but it is stunning gorgeous it has really? every upgrade that you can possibly imagine we're in the process of um, you know just decluttering and, and shining things up a little bit it'll be on the market probably in another week okay and what's the HOA there um, $137 a month okay it is for that little park so there's a little park oh, as yeah. you turn into Stonehenge that um, you know has a on playground the there and, on Phil uh-huh okay cute yeah and so that's what the HOA is really for yeah so what are you seeing with the market right now well you know I've been uh, it's economic forecast time so um, I have listened to four of them in the last three days Um, what are they saying especially National Association of Realtors um, they're basically saying that um, this could be our last price increase as far as interest rates are concerned uh, inflation is going down, which is good. That's the whole point of raising the interest rates. But um, they think that depending upon what the economy does uh, is depending upon whether we get another price rate increase in September. And so they meet once a month, usually the second Wednesday of the month. And um, they're hoping that it stays, you know, that we don't have an increase in interest rates. Mm-hmm. Um uh, they're also predicting that our interest rates could go down after the first of the year. Oh, that'll be nice. Um, because inflation is is going down. Um, they had some interesting facts. Hmm. Um, uh, rent is up 8.3 over last year, and that is for uh, family rentals. So people that own income property, the rent has gone up 8.3 percent percent wow. over last year. Um Interesting enough, they're going to uh, really look at the, the growth of apartment rents because apartment rents haven't gone up as much, only 2%. And with all the building going on, builders are building rentals that are apartments. Mm-hmm. So we need the in- income from 
uh, that generates tax income from for each city, but it also means that we get credit for those units as affordable mm. affordable housing. Mm -hmm. So in our county, we have about 5,700 units coming online in the next three months. All in one complex, or no, 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 okay. all over the county. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, all over the county. Yeah, we have some down at yeah at the bottom of Johnson Drive. Yeah. We have little spots all over Ventura. Right, different. Complexes. Um, we have several in Oxnard. There's several in Camarillo. Um, so it's all over the county, Simi mm -hmm. Valley. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see with all of those units coming on board, um, literally how that's going to change the rents for apartments. When will they be available? Do you know? They're coming online oh, wow. over, over the next three months. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them are almost ready. Mm -hmm. um, they've been in the works for like the Johnson Drive project. That's been in the works for 10 years. I know. Right. Right. Because of COVID, because of the economy 10 years ago, you know, they've had plans to build that apartment complex for that long. And now they're almost ready to go, you know. So it's not easy to build in Ventura County. No. Right? Right. So that'll be an interesting thing to watch. They're going to watch that very closely. Um, prices in California uh, since COVID has gone up 31%. And um, that's mainly for resale properties because resale properties are very low. We have very low income. Low inventory. Very inventory. Yeah. I mean, I said income, sorry. Yeah. Very low inventory. Uh -huh. um, and new builds are actually uh, taking precedence over resale. Mm. So there's so much new build going on in California. Mm. So more to come. Okay. I, you know, listened to it for an hour and a half this morning, have Good many, many notes and um, I will put it together so that we can, you know, talk about it Yeah, the way we should be talking about it. Very good. Very smart. Yeah. So how about buyers? Um, I have buyers. I have cash buyers for Midtown up to a million. I mean, it's hard because um, a million doesn't get you much now, right? I've got buyers six to seven, eight in Camarillo. Um, so just looking for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. I have just 13 buyers. I have 13 buyers actively waiting for a property to come on the market right now. Yeah. And that's really what the thing is. So mm -hmm. finding a property that's off market is what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. And that's been hard too, because oh. a lot of people refied. They got yeah. that 2% interest. They're not going to give that 2% up because yeah. they're not going to get it back. Right, exactly. So it makes it a little, it makes it a little more difficult. Yes, challenging. Right. We can take it though, right? That's right. So other than that, um, Ventiki, one of our sponsors, had their 10-year anniversary last week and yeah. released a bunch of new drinks. So you might want to go down and check it out. Oh, they have the best food there and just a great atmosphere. Good it's Mai Tais. Yeah, that old 1930 recipe. Mm. So that's very fun. But we have a great show lined up for you today. We have uh, Derek from Smart Home Mortgage. He is going to talk about the market right now and what the trends are. Uh, Armani Amesqua. He is our West County, our West County manager for Century 21 Everest, and he is going to be talking about what he sees with all the agents that he's working with. And then Tim Morris is a YouTube expert, and he's going to be telling Yay. us all about uh, how important it is to have YouTubes for your listings. And a lot of people are buying sight on scene. They're not going physically to a property. Uh -huh. They're relying on people 
for YouTube, for video, for things like that. And so he does an amazing job. He did one for me on my viewpoint. Yes. And um, we're going to be talking to him. And then, Tracy, you're going to be talking about... Redfin versus Realtor.com and Zillow versus Trulia. So it's we're going to get inst- down and dirty with what these, you know, different, um, I guess, systems are like. The truth, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. With Armani on, you know, hand, too. Awesome. And then we'll talk about what's happening in and around Ventura County as we wind up the show. The fair's tomorrow. Ends tomorrow, right? The fair does end tomorrow. It does. And back to school on Monday. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. Come to Ventiki in downtown Ventura at the corner of Fern, Maine for happy hour food and drinks from 4 to 6 p.m. and enjoy a specialty drink by one of our cocktail shamans, where you will be amazed by the Aloha spirit the moment you walk through our A-frame archway and sit around our fire pit on our open patio. See you soon. Mahalo. Call us at 805-667-8887. Once again, that's 805-667-8887. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I am Tracy Lang. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Derek Contreras with us from Smart Home Mortgage. Hey, Derek, how are you? Doing well. How's everybody doing today? Good. We're doing good. Good um, I've got a couple good questions for you once you tell us what you're going to tell us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so interesting, uh, on these new listings that we have, um, the appraiser, uh, I should say the lender, is actually ordering two appraisals. And so I've got two different appraisals going on for one of the properties. And they say it's because the borrower is at a high balance and they need to make sure that the risk for them is not too much for them to lend on. So have you seen that before? I mean, I haven't seen that in 30 years. So that must be a I've new, never seen that. new thing where there's... You could order another one, which we did on one I just closed right. with Derek. But i never seen where they... Where they know. initially make two different appraisals. So I'm meeting right. one today and I'm meeting one on Monday. Is this for, which one is this for, Catalina or? No, this for view, uh, for viewpoint. Does the buyer have to right. pay for both? I don't know, that's oh, what I'm asking. Geez, yeah. So have right. you heard so, that, so Derek? Buyer, yeah, so the buyer can pay for one. Um, the other one, the broker has to pay for. Okay. Um, generally speaking, if the loan amount, if you're getting into the million and above range, the lenders just feel like they want a second appraisal. They feel, hey, it's a big investment for us, for our institution. 
we want to make sure the value is there. We want another third party to come in and make sure they give us the same number because, you know, it's, you know when the values hit over a million, they definitely always ask for a second appraisal. Really? Um, yeah. So we've been incurring that a lot. And, you know, the borrower can pay for one appraisal, but then the broker has to cover the cost for the second appraisal. You can't charge the borrower for two appraisals. Oh, wow. And so are they looking to see if they use the same comps? Are they looking to see if they're coming in at the same price? Are they looking for them doing different things? Because an appraisal is basically opinion of value at the day they do it. So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just curious of what they're looking for, other than having it appraised at the same value. Yeah, you know, they're just wanting two independent parties to come in and check. You know, it's all value. You know, basically, and they feel the bank once again feels comfortable. Um, you know, having two independent third parties check on the value of this mm -hmm. property. Uh, make sure that, um, you know, that structurally that there's nothing wrong with the property. Safety-wise, of course, those are givens right there. But no, when it all comes down to it, the bank just says, hey, this is a big loan amount. We just want to make sure that our value is there and we'll feel more comfortable lending on it if we have two appraisals. <laughs> Does that always happen, Derek? You know, in the beginning, you know, a couple of years ago, we weren't getting that rule. Yeah. But we've seen it pop up with a few lenders, especially with some of these bridge loans. Yeah. Um, and these jumbo loans that are going on right now that, yeah, they are asking for two appraisals. And then also remember, another scenario which requires two appraisals if, is if the property is a flip. If the property oh, sure. Is being I've seen sold, that on a flip, yeah. Oh, yeah. For, you know, if the property has been sold within, you know, less than six months and you're getting more than um, a 200% return on the value. So if you sold it, if you're, for instance, simple numbers, if they bought it for 200000 and they're selling it for 400000 then they are going to ask for a second appraisal on that one, too. Wow. Interesting. Well, I've not seen it on a regular uh, resale property other than a flip. I have seen it on a flip, but, but that's been a long time ago. But I think that's just standard practice, right? Yeah, yeah on all flips, they're going to ask for a second appraisal if the value is a certain percentage. And I believe that percentage is 200. If they're selling it for 200% or more than what they bought it for, um, then yes, you will need a second appraisal. And the buyer pays for both at for that too, or no? Would that be the um, seller? No, yeah. Again, the uh, the buyer can only pay for one appraisal, okay. and then the broker we have to cover the other appraisal. Huh. Okay, okay. So if it's that significant, I guess it's to the to the broker's best interest to do that. Hmm. Yeah. We'll so wh <laughs> what else are what else are you seeing in the market? Are how are how many openings do you have as far as applications and things? Are buyers getting ready to buy or what is the what's the flavor yeah you know they're trickling in they're trickling in you know some people just are you know they're not too privy on the rates and they're like hey we found a house we're a new young couple and we want to go buy our family home we understand that rates are where they are and we'll refinance down the road um, I had a close personal friend of mine close his transaction he got a ten thousand dollar seller credit <clears throat> he got in at five and a half percent on the interest rate, which is really great. And he's very happy with the home they closed on. And, you know, I, I was looking at the chart today, you know, right when you know, I was listening to Karen, you know, before I got on mm -hmm. and basically about those, you know, the rent numbers and things like that. And it's just it's kind of frustrating for people like us in the industry because, you know, we basically had a good running there for a while and then COVID hit and then obviously Obviously, the government pumped a lot of cheap money into the economy, and now we're basically fixing that um, by having to raise interest rates to get inflation under control. I'm seeing on my Treasury yield uh, tenure that the, um, you know, basically the, the chart we're seeing 
it's kind of approaching 2008 levels again. And it's like, it's not going to be the same thing because obviously there's a whole bunch of uh, reforms that were enacted to make sure people pay their mortgage payments and that they're qualified to actually do this. And so it kind of just seems like what Karen was mentioning, like, yeah, you know, let's just get this adjusted. And by the end of the year, beginning of next year, these things should come down. They can't stay this high forever. Um, and so, you know, I feel like they're just testing that resistance line of 2008 levels. And, you know, the highest we saw rates in recent times was November of last year, 2022, October. And we're kind of there right now. So I'm kind of thinking what Karen was saying is like, this is like the last round of basically at rate hikes before we start trickling down, you know, hopefully, you know. Yeah, fingers crossed. So I have another question for you. How is the um, the issue with our credit rating being downgraded um, from a AAA to a AA? Yeah, so I'm carefully watching and <laughs> I'm just hoping that, you know, we have access to our bank statement programs, our P&L programs. If you have a 20% down payment, then, hey, we can get your house, um, no income necessary, no pay stubs, things like that. Our ITIN programs um, for people that don't have a Social Security number, but they pay their taxes with an ITIN. All those programs are still there. So that's a good sign considering that they downgraded our credit rating. Um, I'm assuming as if they did do another downgrade and or if things got worse, you'll start to see those programs, um, you know, uh, leave and we won't be able to, you know, have access to bank statement programs, which are really great for our borrowers who, you know, maybe their taxes aren't, you know, you know, what we need for them to get into a particular home. But they say, look at the deposits in my bank. I deposit a lot of money into my bank. Mm-hmm. I have a good credit score. I have a 10% down payment. You know, we can get you a house with that. Now, once we start seeing those programs go away, then we're going to start to know like, oh, this credit down rating is affecting us. But so far, so good. P&L program still there, bank statement program still there, ITIN program still there, and various other programs are still there. Nothing's left the, the block yet. That's good. And we're still federally insured, so that's good, too. So we can still do FHA and VA with that insurance bond. Um, so that's good. That's all good news. I think that, you know, that's the conversation of the day is like our credit rating got uh, downgraded. But um, I don't think that's a huge problem, and it takes – like, you know, our NAR economists basically said that there's a big lag time there. And um, we're not going to know the ramifications of that probably for another couple months. So everybody's just watching to see, like, is the economy going to slow down a little bit? Because that's what everybody wants it to do. Our inflation go down. Um, if that happens, then our interest rates will probably flatten out. And, um, you know, it'll be didn't change the inventory so i think it'll still be a good solid market and we're not seeing any foreclosures or any short sales at this Uh-oh. time because right. we have equity so i think that's all good um so derek tell everybody where they can find you if they have yes. a question or if they actually need to get into the market and buy a home absolutely so the optimistic people over at smart home mortgage are located in the morgan stanley building suite 1680 and our phone number is 805-853-3030. Thank you so much, Derek. Have a wonderful weekend. Oh, thank you kindly. Hope you everyone has a great weekend and take care, okay? Thank okay. you so much. All right. Well, coming up, we have Armani Amesqua. He is our branch manager. He's, we're going to go to him first. Oh, we're going to go to Tim first. Yes, okay. Yes. Well, we're going to go right to Tim. He is our YouTube expert, and he's going to tell you all about that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. City of Ventura rental owners, did you know that the City of Ventura is looking at rental ordinances? 
Tenants have been speaking up. Now, owners, it's your time to speak up. If you want more information, reach out to Rent805 or call us at 805-776-8805. Rent805, we manage your rental so it doesn't manage you. Hi, I'm Seth Doherty, a professional land surveyor with Latitude Surveying. We help homeowners, realtors, developers, contractors, and architects define property lines, create topographic surveys, site plans, and other maps. We service Santa Barbara and Ventura counties. Give us a call at 805-637-1975 or check us out on the web at latitudesurveying.com. Again, this is Seth Doherty with Latitude Surveying at 805-637-1975. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate and 1590 KVTA. I am Tracy Lang. I'm Karen Campbell, and we have Tim Morris with us. He is a YouTube expert, and I had the pleasure of meeting him at my viewpoint. So I'm very excited to have you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. How was she on camera? She was great. I was going to say not so good. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very good. I had the great privilege of filming you at that lovely house on the water on viewpoints, and you did an amazing job. And uh, I'm surprised you haven't done more videos. Maybe she will. You never know, right? <laughs> it's it's a little intimidating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, we got through it. <laughs> so what is it you do? I like filming luxury home tours for agents um, and also, you know, the, the houses as well. So the, the owners, so if you, you get a listing and uh, well, if, let's just say you go on a listing appointment and uh, you can present to the to the owner that's considering listing with you or another agent. You can say, "Well, I also do these luxury home tours, and I, and when you list with me, the video will do a, a professional video. Won't be any kind of like just shaky camera, you know, holding the the camera myself. It's with a professional videographer, similar to a wedding, okay? And it'll be professionally filmed with lavalier mics and edited with music and everything. And that will go on your Facebook page." Okay, mm-hmm. to all your friends and associates, followers, whoever, okay, and also go on your YouTube channel. That mm-hmm. way, the house gets the maximum exposure possible because a lot of times these luxury homes, pictures don't really do it justice. They really need to get the whole video experience. Mm-hmm. And this is also a way for you to connect with your audience and get more clients. So it's a great opportunity for realtors that want to get more clients. Um, because I know if I am considering hiring a, a lawyer or something like that and I'm, I'm seeing two different lawyers and I see one that has a video and I can see who they are it's better than just seeing a photo it's just, mm-hmm. that's just me or if I'm gonna go on a trip like I'm, if I, I just came from the Zion National Park where am I gonna go am I gonna climb the, the dangerous steep uh, one or with the kids you know if you see a video you know what you're getting into and a lot of times with houses people are looking around they want to see which is the best house and you know, the video really does it justice more than photos. So I, I'm a big believer in video. It's a great concept. It is. Right. So a couple of questions for you. Yeah. Um, you know, being a realtor, we have liability and all of that. And we need to have permission. You know, I always ask permission for everything. But we need to have actually written permission in order to put a YouTube video up on YouTube of their property. Yeah. Um, so... That's something to think about first. And mm-hmm. then the next thing is, is, you know, properties are selling so fast yeah. that if you're not there the first day, mm-hmm. it's probably sold the next day. Yeah. So should you still do a video? 
Yes, you should all you should always do a video and it's not about um, this specific property. It's about creating brand awareness so that you become the Ventura or Oxnard expert. So you if you have let's say hundreds of videos, not junk videos, professionally filmed videos where there's a good call to action saying if you're looking to get a house, new construction or a house on the water, uh, a mansion, whatever, um, like this, call me and I can um, you know get you in because I know the builder or whatever it is. So that's a good way for you to get clients. Mm -hmm. And it does, it's not, you're not selling this specific house because even when you film the video and you mm -hmm. put it up on YouTube, you're not going to use the address of the house in the title, description, mm -hmm. and, and whatever. That's not, no one's going on YouTube, well, there may be a few typing in that address, but most people who are going to YouTube, they're typing in, or in Google, let's say, Google and YouTube are together. So if they're going in there, what are they typing in? They're typing in um, Oxnard Real Estate or Oxnard Realtor. They're typing in something along those lines. So that's kind of how you want to be targeted. Or they were typing in moving to Oxnard or moving to Ventura or houses on the water or luxury home tours. They're typing in something like that so that's kind of how you want to be titling your videos mm. so that you draw the customers in. It's not, so look, there is a science to it. It's not just random mm -hmm. right. doing stuff, you know what I mean? So there's a, there's a lot of mistakes that rookies make, but success leaves clues. You can see what other people are doing that's working and you can do something similar. And it's all about brand awareness and, and getting more clients. So that makes me think of something else. So mm -hmm. I am looking downtown from say, Seaward to, to California Street mm -hmm. and the properties in between. Yes. So maybe I would do a video saying this is the type of home that I'm looking for. I've got buyers in this area up to this price point mm -hmm. and show the area of which I'm looking for. It may attract other people to look there too, which would be, you know, fortunate, but on the other hand, no inventory for them. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's almost like a double edged sword. It's like, yes, you'll probably get clients, but then you have nothing to sell them. And then oh, you're yeah. waiting for that property to come on market. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like an open house. Yeah, we kind of yeah. sell the town. You know, we mm -hmm. sell we sell the area. Yeah. So would you do a generalized like video of this is Ventura and this is Oxnard for people that have never been here before? because I'm hearing and doing this economic forecast this morning, um, a lot of people are not physically coming to the property. They're looking at it online. Mm -hmm. They're looking at the photos, which is why those are so important. And um, they may eventually come, but they're gonna make their offer, you know, via DocuSign, right? Yes. Through their agent. Yes. And the agent and the buyer may not have even been to the property. Well, the, the types of videos that you film must be um, appealing to the masses. And most people like seeing luxury home tours. They don't want to see the tiny house or a condo that's a thousand square feet. They want to see the 5,000, the 10,000, the bigger the better, okay? Sure. Something on the water, something unique, something exciting. That That's the kind of content that you want to be filming. And then it's not just filming that, it's what's around that. What kind of churches, synagogues, gyms, shopping, polo clubs, whatever. Whatever's good around that area, talk about that. Film that. If you don't have that, just get B-roll or whatever of that so that you can put in the video. Also, another thing is drone shots of the, the house. That, e that makes it even better. You know, so and w filming the video is just one thing, but editing it, that's where the real magic comes in with that's music. That's where you come in. Yeah. <laughs> What's your background? 
background. Well, mm, I was uh, in TV. many different. I mean, I've been investing in real estate for for many years, oh, okay. and I just have a love of um, filming videos and editing, huh? and editing videos. And there is an art to that, so I've done art as well, visual arts and just paintings and things like that. So that's another thing. Is the other thing that's very, very, very important that a lot of people don't even think about is the thumbnail. That's the picture that people see when they're scrolling around YouTube because if that picture isn't very eye-catching of the house, people aren't going to click on it. They're just going to, okay. like a lot yeah. of times people just upload a video and whatever thumbnail, you know, YouTube puts there, they just, hey, whatever, let's just go with that. That's a rookie mistake. You have to have a professional, and it doesn't cost that much. A person can go on Fiverr or, or one of those sites and get professional thumbnails made for not that much, like a $5, $10 a thumbnail. But that's very, very important. You want that to be very good. And you can use that thumbnail on your Facebook as well. You want it to be professional. You Every, everything you do must too? be professional. Do you help with that too? Yeah, sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. How long are the videos? Not that long. I mean, about, on average, about 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Start and to see, I thought when I watched the video of my listing, I feel like I could have done it like in five. Yeah. Maybe, but maybe you need that longevity of that video to continue to have them be excited about that property. Correct. And, and filming, it takes 30 minutes to an hour. Actually, it's, it's better to take a little bit longer filming, meaning get, getting good B-roll of just me walking through the house yeah. by myself. And it's actually best to film the whole house twice. And we did it twice. We did one, we with, did. one with you and one with Brandon. And that's actually a very good thing because the first one's more like a rehearsal and the second one is the, the real thing. Uh -huh. And a lot of times people make mistakes and it's just, it's fine. We just keep going and then we can just fix it all in the editing. Mm -hmm. And that's where the magic kind of... Where do you edit it? Not at the scene. At, 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 my, at my home office. But not at the scene, right? No, no. I was no, in TV, no. so we had live trucks and stuff. And, so. and how much did the videos cost? On average, around $500 okay. per video, which I think is an amazing deal. Uh -huh. um, because, I mean, if you hire a wedding videographer, I mean, yeah, they're there all day. But that's going to be more like in the $10,000 bracket. But, yeah. you know, $500 a video is very reasonable for mm -hmm. what you get for everything from the filming, the editing, and having a, a polished, finished package that you can just take and upload to YouTube, Facebook, or whatever sites you want to use. And will help you get clients. Yeah. That's the most important thing as a realtor. And if you're considering selling the house, I would highly recommend using an agent that has a good social media presence that is mm -hmm. making videos, like mm -hmm. free home tours. And like I say, it's not just about the house. It's about ex explaining your knowledge of the area. Is this an area that's going up in value? Is, is this an area that's going down in area? How do you, you know, how do you find the best areas and how do you find the best deals in the best mm -hmm. areas? Stuff like that. And, and, and where do you, you if you have kids, where are the best schools? Mm -hmm. You know, where are this? And that. So you, you can express your knowledge and that way your clients can get to know, like, and trust you through the video. You build a relationship with your audience mm -hmm. through the videos, like you're doing right, right here in the radio station. Right. That's exactly right. But it's visual. They can see you. Yeah. That's, the, that's the difference. Right. It was intimidating, by the way. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you did great. <laughs> I was like, oh, got through that. Thank goodness. Well, Tim, tell everybody where they can find you and if they have a question, a number where they can call. Well, my YouTube channel is Living in Los Angeles, but I do venture in Oxnard County. I mean, I'll, I'll go almost anywhere, even Santa Barbara, San Diego, go all over the place. Um, and yeah, my, my phone number, like, like I said, my YouTube channel is Living in Los Angeles. Um, or they can find me on, on Facebook, Tim Maris, that's M-A-R-A-I-S, and my 
phone number is 818-642-8524. 818-642-8524. Very good. Great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. We thank really you so appreciate you bringing that. You're welcome. Anytime I find a gem in and about real estate, I always want to share what I've found, and Tim is awesome. So yeah. he's done a great job. Thank you. Well, coming up, we, we will have Armani Amesqua with us. He is our West County manager for Century 21 Everest, and he is going to be talking about market trends and um, some things going on with Zillow and Trillia. Yeah, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Moving house this year? Imagine having a gentle, experienced partner to help you prepare and lead the team to pack, move, and completely resettle your new home as you've planned. At Gentle Transitions of California, we call that person a move manager. Why not schedule our no-obligation move planning meeting to find out more? Just call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to get started. That's 800-619-3049 to let us help you move gently this time. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I am Tracy Lang. I am Karen Campbell, and we have Armani Amesqua with us. Hey, Armani, how are you? Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're good. doing great. How about you? Uh, good. We just got done with uh, my daughter's uh, sparring and uh, testing for Taekwondo, and she achieved her next belt. How'd she awesome. do? Awesome. And so what belt uh, is she at? Where are you at, Sophia? Yeah. She's at solid uh, number two brown belt. Good great. girl. Awesome. Uh, I am so proud of that girl, i got to tell you. She's so cute. <laughs> Thank you, guys. So what do you see happening in the market right now, Armani? I mean, you you manage a lot of agents and hear a lot of different scenarios every single day. Um, what, are the, what are the challenges that you're having right now? Well, I think right now what I'm noticing, especially since we're in the second – pretty much the tail end of summer is I think a lot of sellers decided uh, they were kind of waiting to see where prices were headed. Uh, and, and not just that, but I think also the options that they had, because like, we've seen an uptick in inventory um, in this last uh, couple of weeks uh, that we haven't been used to uh, earlier in the summer. I think our inventory went up around 19% month over month between Ventura and and Oxna. now i'm not saying we got a huge inventory boost but compared to what we were getting prior to uh, we that's the, literally i think where people were decided you know what if we're going to make a change we better do it now because traditionally as we get into the fall and winter uh quarters uh things do slow down with regards to people making moves um but our inventory wise like month over month we're seeing uh, that increase, we're seeing the values really stay solid. We have not seen 
any fluctuation as far as down downturn or upturn. We're staying pretty flat, uh, and that's another thing that I think a lot of buyers and sellers were waiting for. They were waiting to see what was going to happen, but I think you you guys and, and, and I know that based on what um, – what the the market is telling us and what our lending professionals are telling us that we're going to stay consistent with these rates as we get through the final quarters of the year. Yeah, I think you're right, Armani. I think with, um, you know, the market leveling out like it is um, and and our interest rate staying around, you know, the six and a half range, um, I think that everybody's watching this economy to see what it's going to do to see if our inflation goes down or see if, um, you know, things start slowing down a little bit. In our area, I don't see it. Everything's like sells in five minutes. Um, so I don't yeah, think we're going to see that in our area because of our low inventory. Yeah, well, that and too, the combination of uh, where we're at in the state. I mean, we are literally the last affordable coastal yeah. city in the whole state. And I think you're starting to see, um, obviously, we've had a big, a lot of buyers, especially local buyers, they're having a lot of um, uh, hard times with regards to having their offers accepted because there's a lot of liquidity coming in from other parts of the state. Um, a lot of cash offers coming in, and, and it, it could get frustrating, but that's just the result of the lack of inventory throughout the state and the fact that we are awesome where we live. Mm-hmm. Ventura, Oxnard, so we, we, have, we live in paradise. And uh, the rest of the state is starting to, to take notice because the same house in Santa Barbara, obviously we know is you know five hundred thousand more for for uh, for the unit. And if you go to Santa Monica or Venice, you know even more than that. So we're we're, we're prime location right now. Are your agents busy right now, Armani? You know what? I think the conversation that we've had since the beginning of the year was that this is going to be this wasn't this was no longer going to be a casual market where, you know, you're driving down the street and you see a house and honey says, hey, honey, stop the car. Mm -hmm. I like the way that house looks. Let's see if we we can do it. You know, that part is not happening anymore. What is happening is it's life changing events. Uh, The the, you know, uh, job relocations, uh, kids schooling, better school districts, um, unfortunate divorces or deaths in the families mm-hmm. or situations of those things. That is what I am seeing mostly happening. And you guys know when we have our branch uh, meetings and, you know, we talk about our – we network with each other about the new listings that are coming up. Uh, I asked – we asked each and, each and every one of you where – how was – what was the story behind this listing? Why was, Why did it come about? And a lot of it is because of that. And that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. But the good thing is that we, you know, any realtor out there, uh, when you speak to them, just um, they have to be prepared to handle those different situations because they're all unique in its own right. How about open houses? What are you getting feedback? Ours was really busy over the weekend. Were you busy, Karen? I was busy yeah. over the weekend. I did not sit down the whole time. Catalina, we were yeah. swamped. Probably busiest yeah. open and house I've ever had. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think uh, a lot of our agents are, are really having an opportunity to connect with buyers now that, again, I, what I'm telling you is as we get towards the end of summer, you see that influx of inventory coming, and you see buyers thinking, well, if we're going to make a, a, a move, we might as well do it now before the school year starts, or, you know, we don't want to be moving in the middle of school, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of families and so forth. So I think right now, in traditionally August, people really are like, you know, they're the ones that were straggling. They were kind of waiting and kind of 
didn't have that pressure on, but now I think it's a little bit on for, for the lifestyles that they live. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're going to see that. I know part of the economic forecast that I listened to this morning, um, they said the first-time home buyer now is 36 years old. Oh, really? And uh, it used to be 24. So people are waiting a little longer. Staying with parents. Probably. Staying with parents, changing the dynamic of a neighborhood a little bit. Uh, repeat buyers, uh, the average is 59 years old. Hmm. And, um, you know, empty nesters are are starting to think about, well, maybe I should downsize. Hmm. I don't need this big, huge house. We don't have any kids in the house anymore. And um, I think baby boomers are starting to move closer to grandkids. I know I've had three different um, transactions where people are moving closer to grandkids, mm-hmm. wherever those grandkids are. They mm-hmm. just want to be near them. Of so, course, family, yes. Mm-hmm. So, and I think, you know, seniors are going to be looking for that last forever home. Mm-hmm. They're not going to move again. They're looking for that last one. And so we're going to see a lot of that. And then there's a lot of multi-generational homes where people mm-hmm. are, you know, living with their mom and dad, or maybe they're taking care of grandparents or something like that. So mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot of that as well. Yeah. And and all those all those things that that are happening and will happen. Uh, obviously, everyone is is. I think I think it's important that I, everyone understand that the median price right now for our area is at around eight hundred seventy five thousand. That's mm-hmm. the middle price between the the affordability and also the upper end. So uh, there's a lot of options out there for for buyers and sellers. And um, and like I, like I said, it's a great place to live and considered affordable. Armani, will you stay with us after the break? We're going to talk about Redfin versus Realtor.com and Zillow versus Trulia. Okay. Okay. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Hi there, I'm Pola, and I'm the Psychic on the Avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader, and I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life, and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, both located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805-628-3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code GIRLSONAIR, I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon for a spiritual awakening. What doesn't kill you makes you Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I am Tracy Lang. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Armani back with us. Um, Tracy, go ahead and talk so about it. So, Armani, let's just talk about it. Zillow versus yeah. Trulia. I mean... 
we love them and hate them, right? But um, so many of my clients will say, well, on Zillow or on Trulia, I saw this and I just want to go, Arr. but what, what are your thoughts about those two search engines? Well, I think the one thing that we all agree on, and we can't deny that those two, or even, even consider throwing Redfin in there, and, mm-hmm. you know, those are the three of the most popular real estate websites mm-hmm. for consumers. And, and each one lets, lets you browse uh, for sale listings, offer home value estimates, and just to figure out how much property your property is worth. And with that being said, all three platforms have strengths and they have weaknesses, especially when it comes to the accuracy of the home value estimators. Like, like for example, the Zillow's estimate or the Redfin estimate, they can give you a rough idea of what your house is worth. But even the best online value estimator is typically thousands of dollars off the mark. So if you want, like for the consumers out there, if you want to know your home's true fair market value, there's no substitute for a, a full market uh, comparative analysis that you can get only from an experienced uh, local realtor. Well, and the thing too, Armani, is that they get the information that they are putting on their websites from us. They are third-party vendors for, for our MLS, and they they get an IDX feed, basically, uh, yeah. which is uh, a way for them to gleam our information off the top of our data, and then they put it in their system, which does an algorithm that comes up with a value. So yeah. is yeah. it... I think I, I think you know, and you're absolutely correct, Karen. I think uh, I think what what people don't realize until they sit down with a realtor is that that data that Zillow and Truly and all those get it is from that IDX feed. But also, um, we have no control on their database. So once they receive that data from our our MLS that we are members of, um, that data sometimes is not updated. It starts right. being stagnant, and it and it interferes mm-hmm. with that algorithm formula that they have. So that's why we see such a huge discrepancy when it comes to their so-called estimate versus an actual CMA price that you and I may offer uh, our sellers. Or statuses. Sometimes they'll say pre-foreclosure because someone hasn't paid their mortgage. That's almost an invasion yeah. of privacy, I think, you know. Um, it'll say pre-foreclosure because, you know, they're late on their mortgage and you're calling someone and they're like, I'm not in foreclosure. I just have to pay, you know, 60, you know, day late payment or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's public and record, that's, though. And, and you know what? You know what it is, too, is the fact that, like, our MLSs, we're regulated. Like, we have rules and, and so forth that come down straight from the National Association of Realtors. And then when you look, like, at Zillow and stuff, like, there's really no body you know, enforcing that their data be accurate. Right. And the only people, the only way they they can even understand or even comprehend if there's any issues is if the consumer calls. And good luck on getting a phone number oh, yeah. to call Zillow. That, right. They're not there. It's not there. It doesn't work. And what about Redfin? They're paid salary, I understand, the agents. And it's like 1%. And you get... Yeah. Now, Redfin, I mean, they're all, they are an actual brokerage, and they're members of these MLSs that we belong to, uh, but they do have a different formula the way they work. Uh, they do have agents that have uh, a salary that they represent a certain region of a city or a county. Um, but the thing with that is obviously the, the attractiveness is, is their model with regards to uh, with, you know commissions being paid and so forth. But the problem with that is you're not dealing with one person. It mm-hmm. is 
it, it, you know, to me, if I'm selling my house, I want to hire someone that knows the, everything about my property and that I have a relationship with that person. They know what I want. They know how I like to communicate and what's important to me. And when I'm talking to 10 different people mm-hmm. that are doing the same job that I could rather have one person do, to me, that was, that, that's more important to me, that, they, that I have that clear, uh, direct line of communication. Well, and just with Redfin, too, they also pay for the buyer's side. So they pay a flat fee for the seller side, and they pay a 2.5% fee to pay the, the agent that's showing the house and getting the property into So you're escrow. not saving that much money. I mean, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where um, it, it just, you know, the, the attractiveness of that is, is obviously understandable. But I think uh, when sellers are considering uh, interviewing brokerages to see who's going to sell their house for them, it's really important that they see their model, they understand if it's something that, that is value to them. But for the most part, uh, it, it, it's one of those things where if you want to reach top dollar for your property, you want to make sure you have a great system that, mm-hmm. you're all, that your agent's going to be leveraging to make sure that most eyes are seen for your property itself. Yeah, bottom line, go with an agent, right? Well, your agent is going to negotiate for you. Your agent is going to help you get through some problem-solving issues if they need to. The agent is always going to know how to handle those situations where if you have a group of people that are trying to sell your house, it's not personal. Mm -mm. It's more personal with an agent. Yeah. Well, I think think it's it's safe to say that that we're, we're seen as as leaders, whenever we're in the, involved with a family or a homeowner, and uh, we become part of that family for that period of time. And whenever there's issues, wherever there's obstacles that that family or seller is experiencing, we're part of that conversation. And and we treat it like if it's our own, and we do our best to make sure that we find the best options for them and local options. Uh, we could get immediate responses to things of, of whatever may be that are time sensitive rather than speaking to someone on a 1-800 number that, that is a right. different time zone and so forth. You know, there's just that you can't, you can't replace that. Right. Money exactly. is not that, that should not be a, a factor when it comes to that. Exactly. Where can people find you, Armani? Um, well, right now they can find me in the car, but <laughs> if you want to <laughs> at the Taekwondo. <laughs> yeah, at the Taekwondo studio. Um, you know what? I'm all over social media on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the the handle is Armani in the Mix, and that's also my website, ArmaniInTheMix.com. And uh, feel free to give a holler if you have any questions. And uh, we're all here to help each other out and uh, get to that next level in our in our lives, right? Exactly. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right, guys. Thank Congrats you for having you, me. Don. Have a great Saturday. Of course. Well, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit more with Tim about YouTube videos. And then we'll wrap the show up. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... 
NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I am Tracy Lang. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Tim, how do you say your last name? Murray. Murray. There French? you go. I, I guess French descent. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not French, but I'm, I guess, great-great-grandparents were Where from Where are you France. from, though? You have an South accent. South Africa. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. interesting. Um, well, tell us a little bit more about how you can market yourself on, on YouTube. Okay. So, like I was saying before, whatever you do on YouTube, make sure it's professional. Like I said, we charge $500 per video. And for that, you get a 10-minute video. It's going to take about 30 minutes to an hour to film. And put something out there that's going to get quality it's going to be quality it's going to present your you well put your best foot forward as a realtor okay and if you're looking to sell your house i don't want to say insist that your agent does a video but i mean it, it would help you know if you've got a beautiful luxury home um you know they're obviously going to have professional photos taken um encourage them to do a professional video as well um you know and and do the the, the whole thing and, and that i think that'll help to to make your house stand out in this market. Do you ever have the agents interview like the owner or your neighbors? Um, not so much, mm -hmm. not, not so much. It's, it's more just the agent showing the house, showing that they know everything about this house, mm -hmm. inside, outside, upstairs, downstairs, everything about the house, that this is the best house for someone to buy. Do you have a steady cam or are you just going eye for shoulder? I, I personally, I've, I've had DSLR cameras. Mm -hmm. What I like to use is a smartphone mm -hmm. with a gimbal and lavalier mics. That's mm -hmm. the most important things. And then when you're filming it, the main thing is to not make any sudden movements. Yeah. <laughs> you, whatever yeah. you want to do, you want to pan slowly yeah, yeah. to the left or pan slowly to the right yeah. and just walk forward really steady, easy. Mm. You don't want to do anything crazy, no shaky, no blurry. You know, just it's hard to watch when yeah, you do that. Yeah, exactly. You want a very... The, the finished product has to come out very Soothing. smooth and smooth. And the funny thing is, you, you'll see, that's why you need to work with a professional videographer is just winging it yourself. When you walk in and you're talking about the house, and you say, look at this great ocean. Now you're looking at the great ocean, but I'm looking at you. Yeah. So I need to film you looking at the great, looking ocean. At the great ocean and have the great ocean in the shot. Yeah. That is a trick that is, that it's a skill that you develop over time. The more the houses you film, the better you get, yeah. and just like anything, it's practice makes perfect. Right, walk and talk and show. I was a TV reporter, so I used to, you yeah, know, so you know. go live, you know, <laughs> like over here, take the camera over there, you know, not just on me talking about what's happening behind you. Exactly, yeah. people want to see what you, you know, talking about, right, right. visual. And again, they're $500 per video. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, and then fun. do they stay up forever? They do. That's the great thing That's about it. Point, and, yeah. and, and like I say, you don't want to just title it the, the address of the house. You want to title it more like Oxnard Real Estate or Ventura Real Estate Agent, you know, something like that. Best so homes in in Ventura. What's your title, movie star? I don't have one. I haven't, we haven't gotten that far yet, but we'll so figure that out. It's not on YouTube yet? It's not. We have to have permission from the seller to put it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're going to be big time. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> we're, we'll figure that out. 
right? Yes. Will so, they allow you to do? I mean, well, if they don't, if they say no, then we can't put it up. Yeah. It's just that it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. So tell people where they can find you, Tim. It's um, they can just contact me on either Facebook Tamaris, that's M A R A I S, or they can call me eight one eight six four two eight five two four. And uh, if I'm working with an agent, like I said, it's five hundred video. And uh, if you do a package deal, a couple videos, I might even cut your break. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Thank and Mally, you. you're in our prayers. All right. Um, we'll see you next week.